Happy 2023, Patriots. We're starting this year out with a bang. We got a lot to get to, but I'm telling you, we're going to be bringing the heat today. You won't want to miss this. If it's in your sights, it's on my radar. We'll be airborne shortly. Welcome back, Patriots. So I don't know what you guys are thinking, but so far 2023 is turning out to be quite a year. Okay, so let's start. You know how we like to do it on the show. We like to get to what's going on and what are we going to do about it. So let's start with the border. Okay, uh, the, the border catastrophe. So I and many of us were in El Paso to... Welcome, Joe Biden. I think we just all wanted to make sure he could find it, but he made it to the border and it was an absolute, it was the best theatrical staged, unbelievably ridiculous political theater I've ever seen. They whitewashed the city. So ahead of Joe Biden coming to El Paso to look firsthand at the catastrophic financial, humanitarian, property damage, and security uh, risk that he has posed to American citizens, to Texans and El Pasoans. Instead, we got a whitewash. They cleaned the city. They moved the migrants out. They blocked off the city and made it postcard ready. And now he is taking a victory lap before his nap on actually making it two years and $20 billion later, and no end in sight has made it to the border. And uh, it's been unbelievable. So we're going to give you, so we've got a clip. We've got Joe Biden's version and the Democrats' version of his trip to the border. like that the only thing is you know we we couldn't get a good shot of the unicorns so according to you know the biden and the liberal media he came down um there's no problem they sang kumbaya and he skipped off to an ice cream dealership in mexico now for those of us who aren't ridiculous here's what it really looked like Are you guys, so for those of you who are, are just listening at home, we ran a clip of the Kumbaya unicorns and we ran the real one, which was people in El Paso are knee deep 
in migrants. They are camped out on every street. There are tents everywhere. They are overflowing. The facility was overflowing and capacity. There's trash everywhere. There's crime spiking everywhere. When we were there, they were trying to charge people for free public parking. There were people staked out there. This is the epitome and definition of gaslighting that instead of facing the problem that Democrat lawmakers colluded with the Biden administration to clean this up and make it look like political theater so that instead of seeing the impact and being able to divert resources and action to the problem he's created, we made it look like there's no problem. Nothing to see here. Everybody move along. And El Pasoans are outraged. I am outraged. Patriots are outraged. It was a complete waste. So here's my advice to Biden and the rest of the shills who think that it's not their constitutional duty to protect American citizens and secure this border that they swore an oath to do is to, you know, tell, I, I'm pretty sure that this interferes with Biden's nap. So tell your intern to cut the crap and secure the border. We have got to get past this. The border has to be secure. Quit blaming Republicans. Quit blaming Trump. Quit blaming that dog over there and the stairs you fell up going Air Force One and secure the border. That's it. Sincerely, the American people. And that's what we've got going on the border. But we're going to keep attention on this. We're going to keep feet to the fire. We're going to keep the light on it. And we have a guest today coming on to help us shed a complete floodlight because justice dies in the dark. So we're carrying a big floodlight. We're going to have a bonfire. So everybody knows exactly what's going on until we get this situation fixed. Now, what does it, what good does it do to yell and scream? I'm going to tell you what good it does. We have a voice. It can work patriots. One voice, seldom heard. Many voices cannot be ignored. That's where we need to be. And speaking of which, we apparently have a new speaker. Okay, <laughs> we're going to save uh, the jokes for later. We have a new speaker. So after much wrangling and uh, the white smoke finally came out of the Capitol and we elected uh, Kevin McCarthy, um, my position is this. I'm going to try to look forward and not backwards. And uh, I really want to take a moment to honor acknowledge and respect the 20 Republican holdouts who fought for change, who basically endured what most people didn't see when the cameras were rolling. We had members of our own party calling these people terrorists, disruptors, troublemakers, you know, treasonous, insurrectionists, and it was horrific. Okay, these were people who were fighting for the will of the people. They were fighting for change. They were fighting so that this was just not a rubber stamp and that this was not the same old, same old politics. This was what we asked them to do. We asked the Republican Party to grow a backbone. We asked them to stand for their constituents. We asked them to stand against the communist agenda and the radical left. This is what we asked them to do. And I was surprised how many people folded like a cheap lawn chair when they actually went to do that. Well, just get it over with. That was exactly what we've been dogging on them for not doing for decades. So even though we still have a lot of work to do, this is the time now for accountability. Remember I said this? I said November 8th, 
we get rid of the immediate threat of communism. And November 9th, we start holding feet to the fire and getting these people to do what we elected them to do. So bravo to the 20 who instilled change, who are bringing back the vacate the chair and the other things that we should have been doing. We're getting, getting back to the people's work and the governing. So bravo to them. And I am wishing and hoping success for our new speaker, Kevin McCarthy, that hopefully we're going in the right direction. But I just want to tell you, America is watching. Patriots are watching. Christians are watching. And we are ready for some wins. So keep it coming. Let's consider that the first win. But that's what we've got going on. But now we've got the action time. So this is the time where I put the verbs in my sentence, Patriots, and we say, okay, that's what the problem is. Now, what are we going to do about it? What we're going to do about it is I'm going to bring on a special guest. I like to bring you the frontline fighters, the ones who are on the front lines, the ones who are making it happen. And we've got that here today. We are going to be bringing somebody directly from El Paso who's going to tell us how Patriots can get involved there. Stay with us. Make your Yuletide memories huge this Christmas with the tweeter of the free world, Kofefi Table Book, the perfect gift for all seasons. Retweet to a simpler time when our flag had only three colors, schools had two genders, the border was real, and inflation was reserved for party balloons celebrating low crime, low taxes, and affordable food and gas for all. Now you can reminisce over the good old days when our only issues were Russia, fake news, witch hunts, and crooked Hillary. The tweeter of the free world has all of Trump's greatest tweets, including Benghazi, fake news, Barack Obama, and who could forget little Rocket Man? But it is much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. The Kofefe Table Book will be cherished for generations. Relive the greatest tweets of all time by the greatest president of all time. Go to thetweeterofthefreeworld.com now to get your copy for the low price of $39.99. Make your Christmas great again. Welcome back, Patriots. It's about to get spicy. We're getting ready to make a run to the border. As I promised, we have an amazing guest. She is here with us on Skype today. This is Irene Jackson. She was the Republican nominee for District 16. Her husband is a Border Patrol agent. She loves this country, and she's a firebrand. You know the kinds I like, Patriots. So, again, welcome to Raven's Radar, Irene Jackson. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Are you kidding? Great. So, Irene, we were down there in El Paso, your your home turf this weekend, um, dealing with the best theatrical staged. So I have to ask you for the Patriots listening and watching the nomination for the best daytime reenactment of A Political Farce Goes To... Biden! Oh, here's the award, a free trip to Mexico to do something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, to talk to our, another communist. Exactly. We've, we've got to do it. So we're going to break it down. We're going to put the verbs in the sentences. So tell our listeners and our viewers uh, 
what you do down there in El Paso and what your take is on what happened this weekend. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I hope it's not freezing. It's freezing on my end, but I hope it's not freezing over there. So what we've been working on for months is basically making sure that El Pasoans in the community understand that we have been sold a lie by the Democrat Party. And if you look at the history of the Democrat Party, it's uh, one of racism and oppression, and especially for minorities. So we have been doing that for months, but in the last uh, week, we have been more than usual. We have been uh, taking pictures and video and just basically documenting all the cleanup uh, Operation Hide the Evidence that has been going on here in El Paso. From the moment that it was announced that he was coming, how quick they had uh, Border Patrol, uh, El Paso PD, and firemen cleaning up the trash after illegal immigrants. And um, that is, is a tragedy. It is crazy. So what I want to do Irene is, you know, we have the the naysayers. Oh, you know, it's it it's we're watching TV. We know everything. We live in Texas. I'm in North Texas, but you live. Take the listeners and the viewers through. What did it look like, smell like, feel like on Wednesday? And then what did you see when the president came to town? Well, it was a complete opposite. We had piles of trash. We had people sleeping everywhere, and it wasn't just one location. It was several locations, almost right on top of each other. One of the very tragic um, scenes that I got to see was right by one of the main bridges here in El Paso, the Santa Fe Bridge. Um, they're, they're American citizens that are in a very poor community and they had all these illegals sleeping right on their doorstep. Do you think that they felt safe going just out in front of uh, their home? That's where these people were. Um, we passed by, we videotaped. My husband, of course, being a retired border patrol agent, um, he drove me and I would film and I wanted to jump out so I could talk to them. And he said, absolutely not. We had other people that went on our behalf and mainly um, young men that actually did the interviews because it's very unsafe. Um, my well, parents come, go ahead. No, I was going to say you were hitting the nail right there. Tell people, because what they don't understand is, you know, Biden says the border is closed. Biden's press secretary says the border is closed. But are you, as a Texan, as an American, as an El Paso, are you outraged that they, they were just declaring a state of emergency and now you're cleaning up the city, you, you, you polished and shined it and emptied out all the migrants so that Biden couldn't really see what the impact is of his failed policies? Well, you know, let me just tell you that here in El Paso, the mayor of El Paso is one of the wealthiest people here in El Paso. We were actually camped out right in front of his uh, high-end-day dealership, and, uh, and that's where Biden came right across the street from Montana. And so that for him, it's not about the masses. It's not about the people. It's about the power. 
And so I guess they told him, you know, you're going to get to ride along with the president and feel important. And that was the price that was paid for him to sell out El Paso. That we have asked, horrible. We have asked to meet with him. You know, he's made when he declared an, a state of emergency. I applauded that. And so I we quickly sent out an email to him and we said, you know, we'd like to meet with the mayor, which I've seen them several times. We've been in the same vicinity and he almost jumps into his car to avoid me. Because even though the rumor has it that he doesn't like the representative here in El Paso, they're still Democrats. And the Democrats have um, governed El Paso for over 60 years. For those of you that don't know, this is Beto O'Rourke's hometown as, as well. So as I always do, it's not just about the Democrats. The Republicans have ignored El Paso and all the border communities until recent history. Well, at least my community still gets ignored. Now, like today, there's a, a senatorial delegation here. A couple of months ago, there was a, a, a delegation from House representatives, including um, McCarthy. What they failed to do is to meet with actual El Pasoans, people that are affected by the dangers that are, you know, imposed on us by this administration. Uh, you know, we look for people to speak the truth about what's happening in our community. And I haven't found a single one, not the mayor, of course, not the representative. I have no, not seen Beto since he lost uh, to Abbott anywhere, but I can guarantee you that I've passed by his mansion and I don't see one single illegal alien. I don't see one single illegal alien um, living uh, in the lawn or inside the house of the current representative. But I also, it hurts me. And, and to a certain degree, it angers me that our own Republicans come, they do their photo op, and then they leave. And forget the people that are actually living with these dangers and these policies imposing a great deal of danger to us. Let's not forget that a few hundred feet away from the actual border, we have elementary schools, we have junior high schools, we have high schools. And so all of these are endangering our young people, our and children and our grandchildren. That is it. I mean, you gave them a mouthful, but I want to make sure Patriots really heard that. Guys, I'm going to let's rewind that. So, Irene, you ran for the district that Beto vacated, okay, when he right. ran for governor and you were up on the stage. No, for Senate. He ran against Ted for, Cruz. For, they, that's yes. right. So, for the 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 one that he vacated, but the the point is that Beto, and I, I got to tell you, said I haven't seen him. He's been up here. Uh, I'll send him back to you because no, um, we had <laughs> we had a we had a thing at one of the polling oh. locations. But the point is, is that I wanted to make you haven't seen him, but he's not lobbying for this. Nobody is lobbying. For this, nobody is talking about the fact that why would you on September 30th ask for federal funds saying this is a crisis? We had a thousand people come in a day, and then Biden finally, you know, locates the border. It wasn't a Mexican restaurant, but he finally locates the border, and they basically just went on a 
unprecedented campaign to clean, move migrants, and what have you. And then nobody's still seen Beto. Illegal aliens. Yes. Criminal, yes. illegal aliens. Nobody's they American dream aliens. should start with breaking our immigration law. That's not humanitarian. It's not American. It's not constitutional. And it's not legal. And it's best that some of our elected officials remember that. Uh, they Absolutely. seem to have increasingly short memories of the oath that they swore on a Bible to defend. So we will be doing that. But so we haven't seen Beto. The Democrats put on a complete political theater. You know, it was a miracle mm -hmm. on Montana Avenue. Cleanest I've ever seen it. Um, so that Biden has no clue what the real damage and impact is. These are children. These are schools. These people are hopping over. Irene, how many came across the border after Air Force One went wheels up to the next ice cream shop? Well, I don't have those numbers and I would be lying if I give you those numbers, but we have right now about 7,500 to 10,000 illegal aliens coming in per week. Now, what is happening here in El Paso per Border Patrol is that they're, they're not even taking a picture or processing them when they get that amount of people. They're actually just putting them in buses, flying them to a tarmac, and flying them to other Border Patrol stations to be processed. You don't know who is in those buses and what they have because that's it's just overwhelming and there is no way that they can process, not even the minimal processing. Now, we have to remember that Border Patrol agents have gone through their proper training, just like police, just like sheriff, but they go in and they, once they um, get somebody, then they go through a process of interviews where they can determine whether or not they are lying to them. And that has completely been taken out. So those people that say that they don't have a criminal record, um, that they are fleeing, you don't know, you cannot verify that. Even in Ciudad Juarez, which is our neighbor city, there was a jailbreak last week. 30 uh, criminals from that jail broke, uh, uh, broke out. They don't know where they're at. Do you think they didn't run and get across the border with this open border policy that we have? I get, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say we do. And that's what people need to understand. That's the impact. Our hospitals are overrun. Our schools are overrun. Crime is spiking. These tent cities are popping up everywhere. I'm in North Texas and we're seeing the same thing. And people, the border is closed and I'm going to spoiler. Okay. There are no point ports of entry in the river. Guys, exactly. tell them you heard it here. But that's what we want people to understand is these people, we don't know where they are coming from. We don't know. They have been unscreened, unvetted, unchecked. Um, we've got episodes upon episodes. But you have also, and we're, we'll wrap up with, you formed um, an organization. Tell us a, a, a briefly about that. Well, it's called um, Border Security Coalition. That's what my t-shirt is. This is the border, the Texas border and the fence. Fences work when you um, enforce the law. The fence will not keep people 
out because as we have shown, they climb over it, around it, under it, but you need to enforce the law. And what we wanna do is as you ran for Congress as well, and, uh, and I did also, the powers that be, and I'm talking about the Republican powers, completely neglected to put the resources in our races. And so this is what the border border security coalition is going to do. We are going to raise the funds from Americans that are tired of the do nothing politicians and make sure that we get the funds to the right candidates, not the ones that are being endorsed and promoted and funded by the typical organizations. And please don't send your money to them anymore. Um, but we are going to get the resources. We're going to identify them and we are coming in strong. You know, people like Maxine Waters, like AOC, they better watch out because we're coming in and we're coming in hot because Americans are tired of the wrong message getting across and lies. The real big lie is that the border is secure and we want to make sure that the candidates that we endorse and get elected, that we are able to hold them accountable. So that's what we're doing. It, that's the bullet. That's what I (laughs) wanted to hear is, you know, if you guys didn't catch that, we're bringing the spice. It's gonna get spicy, because guess what? We're not asking to take our country back anymore. You heard it here. We're taking it. We're taking Mm -hmm. our country back and it starts with, you know, we're not, we're done with the, are you awake or asleep? You know, report to this line patriots it is time okay to stop letting the biden administration gaslight you know it's republicans fault it's trump's fault it's you know uh it's that guy over there's fault you know it's the insurrection on july 6th it's the you know the stairs that i fell up on air force one's fault we're done patriot it's time to secure our border number one so where can patriots now because you're going to be all over the news circuit thank goodness keeping the the light on this because justice dies in the dark so we got to keep our floodlights on it so you're going to be on tell uh the listeners where we can find you you're going to be on newsmax i think today this afternoon Uh, so uh, where they can find you Cavuto, Tucker Carlson, uh, Jesse Waters, um, all the new smacks, and of course, Real America's Voice. But go to, my, go to the website. Go to the website, bordersecuritycoalition.com. Sign up. Um, donate. Donate. You know, Napoleon said something uh, when in the middle of a war and said, in order to win a war, you need money. And then you need more money. So whoever holds the the purse strings is who actually holds the power to win elections. And this is about Americans. It's starting here in El Paso, in El Paso, Texas, where everybody says it's deep blue. I'm here to say it's not. It's not. Not only El Paso is flipping, but the entire country, those deep blue um, districts, we're going in and we're taking them. We're taking them. We are not afraid. What can they do to us? What can they do to us? We need to make sure that the legacy that we leave for our children and grandchildren is one of freedom, more freedoms than what you and I have. But again, go to my website, bordersecuritycoalition.com, sign up and donate today. 
and patriots, that's what I want you to do. People ask me all the time, what can I do? If you can't be on the front line like Irene and I, then support those of us that do. Anything helps. And that's Absolutely. what it basically is. It takes money to win wars. The establishment, the entrenched politicians, the swamp rats like Pelosi, you know, the cockroaches, that'll all be that's left if they nuke the city. It's going to be you know, Pelosi and cockroaches. <laughs> but the point is, is, is get out the checkbook. If you can't be on the front line, support those of us who are. And that's important. Irene, thank you so much for taking time out today. When you're on the shows doing the circuit today, you know, give them the fire, show them that Texas tea. That's what we have to do. Thank you so much. God bless you and God bless America. And let's make sure that we have a great inheritance for our children and our grandchildren. Woo, excellent. Make your Yuletide memories huge this Christmas with the tweeter of the free world, Kofefi Table Book, the perfect gift for all seasons. Retweet to a simpler time when our flag had only three colors, schools had two genders, the border was real, and inflation was reserved for party balloons celebrating low crime, low taxes, and affordable food and gas for all. Now you can reminisce over the good old days when our only issues were Russia, fake news, witch hunts, and crooked Hillary. The tweeter of the free world has all of Trump's greatest tweets, including Benghazi, fake news, Barack Obama, and who could forget little Rocket Man. But it is much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. The Kofefe Table Book will be cherished for generations. Relive the greatest tweets of all time by the greatest president of all time. Go to thetweeterofthefreeworld.com now to get your copy for the low price of $39.99. Make your Christmas great again. Okay, Patriots. Well, that was, I, I, did I tell you? It's spicy. We like that. We like the fire. It's encouraging to see action. And I want to bring you not only the ridiculous, but I also want to bring you when it's working, the wins. We may not have as many as we want right now, but the victory is coming. Remember, spoiler alert, anybody who's read the Bible, we know God has the victory. So stay in good cheer. Stay of good faith. You know, faith activates favor. So that's what we want to do is we want to stay positive and we want to keep moving forward. There's a reason that everything moves forward, including time. So that's where we are. I want to thank you for being with us today on this episode of Raven's Radar. I want you to be ready to check out our book. You can go to ravenharrison.com. Raven's Mantle is an unprecedented story. It is a biography, but parents in the Pentagon on 9-11 being at the Vegas massacre, seeing the Berlin Wall up and come down, uh, a true story of communism. I'm giving patriots a raw and unfiltered look at how we got here and how do we fight the betrayal of America. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the perspective from the front line and what makes the conservative warrior. And it's going to be great. Until then, keep fighting.